Shaku Maku, and I'm sure that Makushi is a lot um, anticipated in Iran and Iraq, uh, more especially where Farsi is being uh, spoken. And so we continue our conversations on global review with the tensions between the United States and Iran for a second week. Uh, appears to be simmering compared to last week uh, when it was all guns blazing and um, uh, Third World War was, um, was trending on social media and everywhere, offline, online, it was the biggest conversation going on. But yet uh, it's still very tense if you are on the neutral side watching and we will be looking at that at Global Review and an interesting report uh, which I'll be asking you a question which is tied to what is going on especially with the United States foreign policy and um, the guy in the White House, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And uh, you know when we're, done with pub when we're done with Global Review we head to the square, the public square and public square today, um, much ado about a regional security force is the conversation we're having. Amotekun is the regional force which has been, you know, agreed to be put in place by six southwestern states. Never mind that not all, not all of the governors were in the Oyo state capital yesterday for the launch, uh, but it's not without uh, the controversy surrounding it and... You know, that's exactly what it is. And that's how we like to have the conversation in the public square. Exploring all the angles, you know, joining the lines and threads if they exist anywhere, parallel or maybe not so parallel. And then when we're done with that, we will then have the news on all our... Uh, or peppering up our entire bulletin. And then at 6.15... Music and moment with Ifai will help us put a wrap to our show for the evening belt. So we have a great show planned now. So fasten the seat belts and be ready for the ride of your life. This, this is Global Review on Hard Facts.
Well, with this administration, it's not an entire shock, especially in light of the impeachment, but it's uh, really disappointing to know that such drastic acts can be taken without any sort of rationale or consultation. I stand before you, an Iranian-American and the city's commissioner of immigrant affairs for the mayor's office. Thank you, everybody. It definitely is unfortunate timing, and I think uh, you know people are just kind of trying to get their bearings in the midst of a lot of chaos. Levying economic sanctions on Iran is a prelude to war. Make no mistake, it's part of the process of destabilization and punishment of the Iranian people. And, and there you've had Americans in the Big Apple uh, protesting about um, imminent war, even though the United States, um, Washington, as well as in Tehran, uh, the rhetoric appears to be uh, reducing towards um, the drumbeats of war, but uh, not so for the protesters who've been protesting all through uh, um, the last 48 hours that you heard was in New York, and this was in Charlotte. don't say anything, then you're with them. You have to speak up and let it be known that you are not going to stand for this anymore. That's a war crime. That, that's not what our country is supposed to be about. Our, we are only supposed to go to war in defense of us. And it's not in defense of us. Iran is a country that never directly attacked the United States. Especially the fact that my family lives in Iran. All right, there the protesters uh, singing Donald Trump has got to go. But meanwhile, his support in the United States, even though it's dropping. But outside the United States, interestingly, I'll tell you about that um, Pew uh, uh, report and tell me what you think about it, why Donald Trump seems to be enjoying support so much in certain parts of the world. Interestingly, I'll tell you the country uh, where he's got huge support in and you probably will help me explain why that is so. So, why there's protests going on in the United States about the possibility of war with Iran uh, to the point that you've had the United States House of Representatives uh, put a motion saying that... Um, it wants to limit Donald Trump's power, um, saying that he doesn't have, so that he doesn't have the, the ability to to engage in war uh, with Iran without the lawmakers' input. Uh, you have that part of the House of Reps, but that's because the Democratic Party does control the uh, the Congress. But the Senate is a, a small uphill task, uh, like uh, was said during the news. They will have to. Uh, so uh, they would have to surmount the Republican Party's um, domination of the Senate to be able to achieve that. But he's also had support um, outside the United States. That's for the assassination of Qasem Soleimani, which has been all of the drama behind uh, this whole protest and whether a war will happen or not, and the Iranians firing back missiles at U.S. Uh, military uh, outpost in Iraq. But I'll tell you more of that after the break on Global Review Please keep listening. Global Review on Hard Facts. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.
This is Global Review on Hard Facts. Well, welcome back. It is uh, 24 minutes past three on Global Review. I'm Agogo Obo, and it's a great afternoon. Uh, Hamilton is uh, really finding its way out of Lagos, and a good old heat, a January heat, herald and the hot season is already upon us, and um, I'm sure you're beginning to feel the heat. The way they film the heat in the United States and Iran as uh, the tension continues to mount began the show. Uh, so we listened to the sound of uh, protest in New York and Charlotte and several other cities who are saying uh, no to war. But but then Donald Trump has got support, uh, interestingly, from Saudi Arabia. Uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, which is a powerhouse in the Middle East, strong ally of the United States, has backed the United States following the assassination of Qasem Soleimani. Well, that, that's expected. But let, let's listen to uh, the Saudi, Saudi minister in question here and then... We'll talk some more. We have uh, expressed our position with regards to the uh, initial attacks against the Iraqi air bases in which there were troops from the International Coalition to uh, fight against uh, ISIS in Iraq and we supported the US uh, right to defend itself and to respond appropriately, which is what happened. With regards to the uh, recent uh, rocket attacks from Iran against Iraq, we condemn those and we take issue with the violation of Iraq's sovereignty against the uh, with uh, violations of Iraq's sovereignty by Iran. We believe that uh, the situation should be uh, calmed. We believe that uh, there should be a, a way to to uh, avoid escalation because we believe escalation will be damaging to uh, all parties and not uh, not just one or the other. With regards to the nuclear agreement, we believe that the nuclear agreement is flawed, that it needs to be amended, that the sunset provision needs to be eliminated and made permanent, that uh, there should be agreements with regards to Iran's ballistic missile program and with regard to Iran's support for terrorism and interference in the affairs of other countries. All right, and so the, that's the Saudi's um, minister there who's... Um, um, talking about um, what, what he thought about the entire thing, basically just back in the United States. And so the United States and the, uh, Donald Trump in the aftermath of this, um, some have said, well, looks like um, he's been able to um, sort of pass across his message here with, without uh, leading the United States into any war. Say about for the missile attacks that happened in Iraq and no American lives were lost or Iraqi lives were lost. And there's an un, 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 unconfirmed source uh, international media quoting saying that, uh, telling the, from the Pentagon saying that um, they deliberately did not uh, target American lives, and uh, there was a warning which Iraq passed on to the United States. And Donald Trump, in the aftermath of that, um, uh, uh, those strikes um, from Iran into Iraq, um, people had talked about maybe after those strikes, he probably will escalate this entire thing, but he hasn't done that. Uh, remember the press conference that happened on Tuesday, he was flanked by senior members of his administration and he did more of talking about um, um, they want to make friends now with everyone. This is the Donald Trump way. But it's, it's the often thing people have talked about, the prevaric prevarication in the United States foreign policy to the, to the uh, this may and the frustration of um, allied partners to the United State, States, um, uh, the United Kingdom and um, Germany, France and the rest of them who think their role in the Middle East is becoming more precarious because of uh, Donald Trump's unilateral action 
and steps he's taken so far in um, the Middle East. Uh, example, the Qasim Soleimani assassination. But um, Donald Trump hasn't been quiet. Um, he's, on the one hand, also asked for more commitment um, from the partners, which is NATO, in delivering peace to the Middle East. And that's exactly... Uh, what his plan is, how he's going to go about it, which is, of course, a lot of people have talked about the frustration and th this will mean uh, more, more, more European presence, more Europe, European money and uh, resources being thrown into the Middle East. Uh, if it's what you want to make um, of um, Donald Trump's uh, comments about um, the involvement of the United States in the Middle East. And he's asking for um, a new deal. And this time around, he wants uh, the NATO alliance, which he has frequently belittled, to step up their game. Let's listen to the United States President, Donald J. Trump. Uh, you said yesterday you want NATO to do more. Could you be a little more private? I did. I spoke on what you wanted. Right. I have you gotten any indication from them that they yeah, want to do Yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. I spoke to Secretary General yesterday, and uh, we had a great conversation. He was very... Um, uh, I think he was actually excited by it. And I actually had a name. NATO, right? And then you have M-E, Middle East. You're called Natomi. I said, what a beautiful name. Natomi. I'm good at names, right? USMCA. Like the song, YMCA. Everybody, nobody could remember USMCA. I said, think of the song, YMCA. Now everybody says it. They don't remember the previous name of a bad deal, okay? Commonly known as NAFTA. Now, uh, if you add the words, if you add the two words, but at least at the end of it, because that's a big problem. That's a big source of problems. And NATO me. Doesn't that work beautifully, John? Think of that. NATO plus me. And uh, he's not, obviously, he's not getting it. He's not smiling. He used to smile. Before I ran, he was smiling. Now he's not smiling. So, you know what I'm talking about. But more NATO personnel in the region? Is that yeah, what you're saying? as opposed to us, to be honest with you, because this is an international problem. And we can come home, or largely come home, and use NATO. This is an international problem. We caught ISIS. We did Europe a big favor. In fact, my biggest fan in the whole world is Secretary General Stoltenberg, because he can't believe it. And now he just announced $530 billion we've gotten under my watch. And so we're in great shape with, with that whole situation. And I think uh, NATO should be helping us now with the Middle East. Having an international flavor there is good. Plus, you had a deal signed with many of these countries that are in NATO. So, you know, the economic deal with Iran. Hmm. NATO me. NATO me like YMCA. He doesn't know how to come up with this, right? Uh, maybe like Nigerian for me. All right, so this is what uh, Donald Trump plans to do with the Middle East, get, the, get NATO uh, directly involved. And uh, what does this suggest that the United States will begin to pull its resources uh, from the Middle East. It's still a matter of um, conjecture, right? So, interestingly, his fans, uh, I'll tell you about, about Donald Trump's fans and what you think uh, so the makeup of his fans beyond uh, Stoltenberg, uh, even though I'm not just Stoltenberg, exactly is a fan of um, Donald Trump, uh, exactly, especially when it comes to belittling NATO. Another side story to what is going on, even though Iran has said that um, the plane, the, Bo the Boeing um, plane, which crashed uh, just as the missiles were going off in Iran, saying, that those that that crash had nothing to do with the missile attack, even though um, a lot 
as the days have gone, um, the Western world uh, appears to think now that um, the Iranian um, Iranians uh, may have mistakenly got that plane down, which left at least 170 people dead. Uh, they put out a video. I saw a video. I saw of the video. Um, suggesting that um, you know the spot at uh, the point where the plane went down two blot two blots on the screen which indicated it was a hit from a missile uh, brought it down but the Iranian uh, civil aviation organization's chief Ali Abdezadeh uh, just watched him a, a short while ago he said that um, it is clear to us and we can say uh, with certainty that this plane was not hit by a missile um, on Thursday, um, they accused, that's yesterday, accused the United States and its allies of lying and engaging in psychological warfare in their speculation over the cause of uh, the accident. Um, they now also argue that they have documentation to prove that the plane had a mechanical issue before takeoff. It was not signed off for flying. But then Ukraine... Uh, which is the first destination uh, for this plane, had rule, has overruled these objections, um, even though the Iranian authorities say they have forwarded evidence to Ukraine, as well as Canada, because uh, the plane, after it, after it was supposed to touch down in Kiev, was supposed to head to the Canadian city of Toronto. So, is that, so those of you who are wondering why um, uh, Justin Trudeau has been in the conversation about this entire thing is because of the numbers of Canadians um, in that plane, majority of them are Canadians and then other nationals. And uh, the Iranians have said they will not hand over the investigation to um, uh, documents to the United States. Uh, but uh, aviation law allows them to do this. But they will have to get um, Ukraine involved, which they have agreed to do. And others are now asking for a third country to get involved in the investigation. Uh, so they will recover the black box and the flight record. So this is this is some story I'd uh, like you also to keep your eyes on. So now to this thing I, I was talking to you all about. The Donald Trump fans and those of you who by now have got in a nutshell what the foreign policy about the Middle East is. Uh, Qasem Soleiman is down. Donald Trump said says that he's it's good readings, you know. He says uh, the world is safer because... Um, Suleimani is gone, and this is a slap on the United, on the Iranians' um, aggression towards um, terrorism in the entire Middle East, and he's simply paying uh, for the sins he's done, uh, notwithstanding that he hasn't been prosecuted or found guilty by any court. The United States said, go ahead with that. Now, there's a poll by the Pew Research Center, which is um, foremost uh, for, for gathering polls, saying that... Um, those who have the most confidence in Donald Trump are Nigerians and Kenyans. And I've, I've once long suspected this. In fact, Sandra and I often realize that when we did take calls and uh, when we were discussing the Donald Trump, the numbers of um, supporters of Donald Trump many times um, far outweighed those who were against what his policies were. So the center tells us that 65% of Kenyans, interestingly, um, the former United States President Barack Obama has Kenyan origin. His father was Kenyan, and 
no one has Donald Trump insulted more as the President of the United States than Barack Obama. In fact, he did make mention of the clip I played uh, to certain deal called NAFTA, uh, which was, um, and as well as the Iranian deal, which he threw out the window when he was inaugurated as president. 65% of Kenyans, and then wait for this, 58% of Nigerians believe Donald Trump will do the right thing regarding world affairs. Hmm? Um, Nigerians, Kenyans, and South Africans also favor Donald Trump, according to a Pew Research Center. We favor Donald Trump over the German Chancellor Angela Merkel, over the French President Emmanuel Macron, over the Russian President Vladimir Putin. Uh, more than half of Nigerians have expressed confidence in Trump's leadership since he took office, despite accusations that Donald Trump had made of, quote, vulgar remarks about um, about um, West African immigrants from from Nigeria, you know, and I, I want to find out, you know, with all that's happening and how Trump is handling the Middle East situation. Tell me whether you are in support of him. Is this poll by um, is this poll, which is released by the Pew Research Center, is it in confirmation of what you think, or you think uh, it doesn't exactly say? the truth. The number is to call 0127709930127729930127729930127729930 and then you can talk to me also on WhatsApp. If I get, get on the WhatsApp, let me get uh, my first um, callers to tell me whether this research by more than 50% of Nigerians saying they support Donald Trump's handling of world affairs. Hello and good afternoon. Saku Maku. Makushi. What's the name, please, and where are you calling from? That was Tuna Babadis, Am I from Akoka? All right, AY. Am I? Am I? Am I, rather? Sorry about that. You're on. Please go oh, ahead. Yeah, so, uh, uh, last Friday, I called you and it seems that uh, I've become a small prophet. <laughs> no, I, I said that um, Iranians will not. They will not. Mm. And this is not because you know, Trump is president, but because America has a, what they call an original deterrent policy. Mm. So if you hit them once, they hit you a hundred times. Mm. Do you understand? They send a message to you and the rest of the person that would think of doing it. Mm. So uh, they didn't, I knew they would not. So they safely, they, they opted for a soft landing, for a firing blanks and an empty shell. So just to, a symbolic response, not a proportional response. So that their citizens not see them as weak. So that it be like, we do something. <laughs> you understand? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that they intended to. Of course, they 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 killed and then back to the uh, the, 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 the the exchange of um, conversation about the missiles, uh, the the plane. Good. It's very sad because uh, human lives are involved. Very true. Matter, you know, hmm. um, I, I hate it when people politicize human lives, hmm. regardless whether you're a Democrat or a, a Republican or whatever you are. When human lives is used to play chess, hmm. very unfortunate. Hmm. Uh, they are the ones uh, they are caught in this quagmire, but. Uh, from all indications, it seems like uh, Iran, because now they have shot themselves literally in the foot. Mm -hmm. Because now they wanted to talk a lot. They have end new enemies. You know, before people were saying, okay, some of you are quietly for Iran, some of you are quiet for Iran. But when they, mm -hmm. when they saw the fact that the debris and they mm -hmm. found that there were missile uh, uh, launches, again, uh, allegedly, even though it's not confirmed, mm -hmm. against uh, Iran, people mm -hmm. started to side the U.S. a little bit. That's why Trump is riding now with talking to NATO, talking to Canada, talking to France, talking to all the allies. Mm. So now we notice the Iran is kind of quiet. Mm. Um, then finally, I would say, 
Nigerians are not necessarily um, for Trump. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. You know, it's like this. Just like the 2015 election. Mm. It's not, it wasn't that some people were too much for this president. They were just against the other guy. Mm. You understand? It's just mm. like we just wanted somebody else. So Donald Trump was the face of opposition. Mm. If it was somebody else, probably they would have voted for that person. We wanted anybody but the establishment. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. They wanted anybody but the establishment. Mm. So they said, like Clinton has 30 years of, of uh, political experience. Mm. You're going to have more of the same. So let's want somebody else. That person just happened to be Donald Trump. Mm. Not necessarily that uh, we, everybody supports uh, Donald Trump, uh, hook like and thinker. Mm. It's just that we mm. didn't want this, but this is anything but him. So... I will not say that everybody. Of course, mm. I'm a critic. I'm a critic of Donald Trump. So you know, I'm supposed to some of his moves. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Mi from Akoka. Um, hello, who's next? Shaku Maku. Hey, Makushi. Yeah, actually, Davo. Hey, Davo, um, how are you? Just a quick one. Let me just take your time. Especially on Donald Trump, I have always been his supporter right from day one. Good grief, why? I've never deviated. <laughs> and, uh, the truth so you're one of the 58%, like percent, huh? America's economy is doing very, very well. Mm. There are more jobs. Most Americans that were opening companies abroad are now coming back home to open their companies in America because mm. of the tax that he has uh, put. Mm. And then, uh, that's why I like him. And then, uh, about Iran, mm. to be sincere, is uh, quite unfortunate. Mm. Uh, what has been happening and we need more peace in the world mm. but what I want to just tell you quickly now mm. is mm. Uh, especially about uh, oh sorry about that I, ho I hope you can call in and then wrap up your point uh, Davo but let's move on hello hello, hello, hello good afternoon good afternoon sir. great uh, um, if, if you could speak up a little bit uh, it will be great for everyone definitely Say, say that again. I'm sorry. My name is Olua Femi. Oh, sorry, but but uh, it looks like the connection is a bit fuzzy. But do try call back and. Uh, all right. Hello. Uh, kindly move away from the device once you call, uh, even before you patch through. Hello and good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Great. Please watch your name and where you calling from. Uh, this is Emeka. I'm calling from Lakey. All right, Emeka. Are you one of the 58% who is in support of Donald Trump's handling of world affairs? Actually, I am. Good grief. <laughs> now they're I all coming am. out of the woodwork, eh? Um, I, um, I just pray. I wish I wish all presidents would have balls like Donald Trump. Seriously. The man makes me... It makes me like I see the real alpha man, you know? The things he's doing. Oh, okay, now I understand. You're so, it's, but you're not, you're not really concerned about the issues around the controversy, the language, and, you know, the so-called disrespect for certain um, uh, uh, presidential norms, like they say. No, 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 no. I'm not, I think, uh, what, the only thing I know about Donald Trump is his manner of uh, talking. These people say he's arrogant, and I see a little bit of arrogance when he But that's the man who knows what he's doing. Mm. He knows what he's doing, and mm. he's doing it very, very well. Mm. Um, speaking of the situation of uh, with Iran, good. I know that definitely Iran can never attack U.S. because on the four point exit in Iran, mm. U.S. has their military bases there, so there is no way Iran will carry out a military strike against U.S. that U.S. will not know. Mm. What mm. they just did, like they called it a slap on the face by. Mm. Running a missile on uh, Iraqi base mm. that is housing U.S. soldiers. Mm. Mm. That's just like they are trying to prove that they did something. Actually, they didn't do anything. They just wanted to you know, prove that they, they retaliated, which there is no retaliation at all. Mm. Mm. 
So, I mean, we, even, we, if, yeah. even if Donald Trump kills the highest, the biggest terrorist, people will still contest because it's Donald Trump. Mm. That's just it. Mm. They will protest mm. because he's, but he's doing his job. Mm. He's doing perfectly okay. He's not favoring me in any way, but if I have somebody like him leading me, I'll be very, very proud to be, my, be in my country. Very, very proud. All right. I mean, all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very all much right. uh, for the comments. I mean, you've got to spare some thoughts for Iraq. It just occurred to me that the um, U.S. attacked Iraq, rather attacked Iran by bombing Iraq, and then Iran attacks the United States also by bombing Iraq. Uh, what do you have to say about poor Iraq being right in the middle of everything? Hello and good afternoon. You're welcome to Global Review. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great. Please, your name and where you're calling from. This is GD from Malakwari. All right, GD. One of the 58% or one of the 42%? I'm on the fence, but one thing is certain. <laughs> it's not, you see, the man that was killed in Iran mm. has been a sponsor of terrorism all over the space of the globe. Mm. The guy, there were some facts, some documents that prove it. The problem with the Saudi Arabia, their oil installations, is mm. and was there. The problem we're having West Africa and all these Boko and I state as well, they sponsor them through one way or the other. So if it has been eliminated, eliminated for the peace, if, some per, if one person goes for the whole world to have peace at a time, I think it's better. So mm. it's, be, it's better that way. It's not because of U.S. only. Mm. He has never attacked U.S. because, but we should see it as Trump defending some other countries of the world as well. Mm. Even even so if even if the, so, the, the so-called intelligence uh, wasn't made available to partners of the United States in court, uh, uh, you, you still support the sort of um, will they say preemptive strike or certain media call it now assassination? It, it is not as if listen. It is not as if Trump was doing it out of some documents, but that document sometimes you know is not going to be made public. Hmm. It's not going to be made. Look at, for instance, the other time when they say, when they said, what is this, um, the first president, hmm. the German, whatsoever. When hmm. they said they were laughing at him. Hmm. So not everything will be made public. They know what they are doing. But if the whole world is safe because of the man going, then I have no objection to it. All right. Thank you very much um, for your comments. And so in case you just joined the conversation, 99.3 Nigeria Info and Global Review, we are looking at the United States-Iran tension, which appears to be simmering um, down now. Everything is um, heading towards um, what is going on with the plane that went down, which was heading to Ukraine. Um, the Iranian government says it was a mechanical fault. Uh, America and its allies say no. That plane was taken down by a missile in accident. Uh, Iran says, no, it's a psychological warfare. That never happened. And on the, on the sidelines of this, uh, you've got protests in certain states in the United States, including New York, uh, saying that Donald Trump doesn't go ahead with his aggression against Iran, that it does not represent the United States. And at the same time, uh, a recent report has been put out by the Pew Research Center, suggesting that Nigeria and Kenya, both countries in Africa, have the highest support for Donald Trump's handling of world affairs, 58%. Uh, for Nigeria, and I'm asking the question whether you're in agreement and why you think uh, Donald Trump's popular in the way he's handling world affairs, even though it's controversial, uh, according to a certain number of people. Let's talk. Hello and good afternoon. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, my boy. How are you, sir? Taku Maku. Maku, she. Yeah. My name is Tare. I'm calling from Lekki. Tare? Yes, from Lekki. All right, Tare, please go ahead. Mm, I'm within the 58%. You're with the 58%? Yeah. Right from the onset. is my man. <laughs> Any particular reason uh, on how he handles world um, affairs? He don't, when he says things, he do it. Remember when he talked about when he comes in, he will take um, his uh, Jerusalem from capital from uh, what's called uh, Tel Aviv. Mm, mm, Jerusalem. Mm, mm. And now when he says something, he does it. He stands and watches. No matter what anybody does. And that, 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 that's the evidence for you. And that's the evidence. And we see all this. Okay, and the plane crash. The uh, I think the, I think I think the mister, one of the mister from mm. Iran, touched mm. that plane that that came down. Mm. It was the European plane. One of the mister, right? Mm. All right, Tari. Yeah. Thank you very much uh, for your comments. Keep the calls coming in, and let's hear what you have to say. Uh, Donald Trump's handling of world affairs. Hello, and good afternoon. Oh, well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, please. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Maxwell from Nigeria. All right, Maxwell, please go ahead. Uh, I don't know what people are complaining. A man who is involved in all kinds of terrorist attacks all over the Middle East and all that. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why people have sympathy for him. That is one. Hmm. And uh, Iran is all over the place sponsoring terrorist activities. It is very mad. I remember what uh, the Prime Minister of Israel said sometime at, uh, mm. at the floor of the U.S. security. I said, hey, that this guy, this Iranian uh, people are moving towards the red line. Him as a, pers a person will not allow them to hit the red line. The moment they try to do that, is that, that is going to hit them hard. Uh, I, very mm. I, I wouldn't know why people try to shy away from the simple truth. These guys have committed a lot of havoc. But we will not pretend we, we don't know. Mm. Uh, so it is good this guy has been eliminated so that we have peace all over the world. Uh, nobody can tell us that he, 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 we, we don't know what he's doing in Saudi Arabia or some other places. Mm. Like all that collapse have said, mm. that be it as it may, we are still watching. Mm. Uh, we are telling them, uh, stop this uh, uh, nuclear enrichment and they are saying this time around, they have no limit for, for, for the enrichment. They want to do whatever. Who are they, for God's sake? They are giving the whole world headed. Mm. And people are watching. Mm. So if Trump is, <coughs> has intelligence report that these guys are going to create problems in the Middle East, which will involve everybody, well, let him go after them. As simple as that. Mm. All right, Maxwell. Max no, yes, no apologies. All right, Maxwell. Thank you very much uh, for your comment. Hello. and All right, please we'll move away from the device you're listening to so that we can hear clearly. clearly. Hello. 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 Hello, Agogo. Good afternoon. Uh -huh. Good afternoon. What's... My name is Charles. I'm calling from uh, Ikeja. All right, Charles. Great to have you join the conversation. All right. Uh, my take on this is that I've never supported Donald Trump. Oh, and you never are will. one of the 42%. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a track record of dishonesty, mm. um, lies, misogynies, uh, racist statements, mm. and inflaming tension unnecessarily. Mm. The history of uh, American relationship with Iran is something that most Nigerians are not acquainted with. Mm. And so there is this rush to support Donald Trump, mm. regardless of the facts on ground. Mm. The reality is this, that under his predecessor, uh, there was an attempt to bring Iran back to the commonwealth of countries. Mm. 
mm. by offering them incentives to give up their nuclear weapons. Right. Re- remember this agreement uh, where I mean, they were hatched out between the Security Council members and Germany. Right. And it guaranteed that Iran will freeze their nuclear weapon activities. Right. And in fact, to tell you the truth, mm. within the period in view, Iran honored their part of the agreement. Good. Okay? And then some of these big Western co- companies, like, uh, sorry to mention, in Boeing and what have you, right. they were inking hundreds of billion dollars worth of deals with Iran. Mm. Now, Strategically, the last administration recognized the fact that Iran was a country that had like 80% of their population were youth. Mm, mm. So the old brigade, the old revolutionary brigades were dying. Mm. In fact, the current Supreme Leader is about 80 years old. Mm, mm. The idea was bring them to the Committee of Countries and they recognize the benefits of acting within the norm of international you know, community. Right. That way, they will abandon their own provocative and belligerent behavior. And it's wrong to, 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 to some extent. Mm. What Donald Trump ought to have done was to build on what has already been achieved. Right. And not to totally advocate this and becoming an rebellion rhetoric and bombing Katem Soleimani and, and then issuing lies to support that. Mm. In any mm. case, my take is also that the shooting down of uh, the uh, the um, European airline, mm. you know, was you know an inadvertent consequence of killing Qasem Soleimani. Mm. Mm. What do I how I mean? What mm. do I mean? If Qasem Soleimani had not been assassinated, mm. Iran wouldn't have fired any missile mm. at, uh, into Iraq. Mm. Mm. And by that, I mean there will not have been any airline that have been taken down. Mm. And so it's creating. Ripples of uh, consequences that were unintended. Right. You know, that's just my take. All right. Thank you very Thank much, you Charles, very much. Uh, for your great analysis of also, too. All right. Uh, let's see. I think we've got a couple of minutes. Yes, we can take in some more calls. Hello and good afternoon. Hello, sir. Good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Uluwa Femi. All right, it's better now. Great, great Uluwa Femi. So, tell us what you think about what is going Are you, first and foremost, are you one of the 58 or the 42%? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Donald Trump. Good I'm grief. A big one. Big <laughs> fan, uh, I think the Pew Center should look at this uh, entire program and maybe up those numbers from 58. But go ahead. Yeah, no, make, make it 59. <laughs> make it 59, all right. For real. So, um, Donald Trump is... But my, in my opinion, mm. um, the best American president in modern American history. The wow. facts are there. You can check it. Uh, mm. um, the fact that Donald Trump is a talk and do. And he is the president that has faced a lot of critics, mm. especially from, from, from the media. Mm. He faced a lot of critics. And then he, he's still doing. He's still, he, he, he's still doing. I, I think the only problem with Donald Trump is that is this egotistical being? He has this ego, mm. and he doesn't know how to um, control his, his words. Mm. But mm. but that aside, Donald Trump is, is the greatest president ever, man, for real. And <laughs> I, I, I let, let, let me quickly say something. Go ahead. I, I think the Democrats are being political about this Iranian thing. Mm. They're not putting the facts on the table. Mm. They're diverting all attention from Donald Trump to. To the, 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 the political spectrum, mm. right? Mm. Um, mm. 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 Oh, all right. So sorry about that. But at least Olua Femi had the opportunity to make his point. And to everyone who called in, thank you very much uh, for your always great analysis 
and context on this. This is a, a show is a, it's a rolling story, and you know with Donald Trump and the United States and um, its foreign policy, um, you don't know what the next turn is going to be and where it will meander to. But next week, Friday, we have another big discussion on Global Review. Up next is Public Square. IOB and Rotmi Sankore will be uh, joining, and we will have a big discussion Something I think we all need to listen to. So please keep listening to 99.3 Nigeria Info. More news and information coming up. We'll be back in a moment.